Welcome to Take Him With You, episode number 55, for February 14th, 2010. I'm Rick Moyer. This week, Amy joins me, and we talk about HDTV and love plus more. Yeah, in addition to talking about geeky TV, we're going to talk about Chuck, the show, the Heroes season finale, a brand new show called Undercover Boss, and I got to order more Stargazer CDs, so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. And then on to the big subject of the day, love. What's it all about? Stick around. Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commence. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. this 13-track CD or download it at takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. And you can get your copy of that on Amazon.com. Just type in Rick Moyer Stargazer, or you can go to iTunes and download it there. It's funny, the way that they pay me off of iTunes for anything that's downloaded, mm-hmm. they... Um, they wait until I make $50, and then they'll send it to an account for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't get paid until several people buy the album. <laughs> and yeah. then they, then they it, send um, it to I me. think that's the same way on CD Baby. and um, Well, I, it's CD Baby that does that. Oh, okay. So all CD Baby money. manages all of my uh-huh. distributors. So if okay. somebody buys the CD at CDBaby.com and has it sent to them, they keep the money until it gets to be $50 and then they mm-hmm. send it to me. And then iTunes will give the money to CD Baby. So will Amazon. Okay. So does Rhapsody and all the mm-hmm. other places that it's on. And then, then when it gets to a certain amount, they send it to me. But I see on a, a CD that somebody buys for uh, or a download that somebody buys for like uh, $10, I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't see a huge amount of that. I mean, yeah. I see a, a little bit of it, but, you know, the middleman takes his cut. By the time mm-hmm. it's all done, you know. It's... A couple middlemen take their yeah. cut. So but that's quite, okay. a few, quite a few people have hey, to buy it. Hey, we're supporting the economy a little bit anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But, uh, yeah, kind of fun. We had to, in fact, it's kind of fun. We, um, we had to order um, more CDs. Yeah, because we, we were down to two. Well, there was a few out there and about. There's like oh, a couple okay. of rows of beers. And then yeah. uh, I think Ocean Palace just sold another one. So there's a couple of there. Mm-hmm. So I think I had a total of like five CDs left yeah. out of the 100 that we got at first. But I gave a lot of them away. Yes, I told him he needs to stop giving all of them away. And we need to so make this, our money back on what we spent. <laughs> well, we, we finally did make our yeah. money back on what we spent on the on the physical CDs. Mm-hmm. But I just reordered another hundred of them. Okay. And um, so now, if you're listening to our podcast and you like what we do and you like our Stargazer CD and all that jazz, if you felt led to help us um, pay for the next run, um, I think, what is it? 
I can't remember the complete cost, but it's it's not. I mean, when you reorder them, it's mm-hmm. a little less than when you first do it because you got to do all the artwork and stuff like that. Now mm-hmm. you just I just push a button, it reorders them, and sends them to my house. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. So if anybody out there feels led to uh, share an extra couple hundred bucks with us, that would uh, take care of that run of CDs, and mm-hmm. we would be blessed. And and then anything that we sell after that would just help support our family. Yeah. By the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this morning at about seven something, mm. I was woken up to the sounds of <laughs> chainsaws. So if if for some reason during the show today you hear the sound of chainsaws in the in the background, it's because they're cutting down these trees, yeah, and uh, and putting them through a chipper. Well, and and they've been going since seven this morning. If and, we had uh, gone to bed at ten or eleven o'clock last night, that wouldn't have been a big deal. But we got to bed late. I worked till about midnight, and yeah. then we didn't get to bed till one. Yeah. So um. Oh, we were kind of groggy this morning. I'm on, on my second cup of Earl Grey hot. By the way, it's great tea. Thank you. We drink Picard's tea. Good tea. Nice house. That's Wharf. I know. But anyway, Earl Grey hot. Yeah. Too bad we don't have replicators. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on at Rick's house. Well, something kind of crazy happened for ever since the days of flat screen TVs. You've been drooling. I've been drooling. I've stood in line. I've stood. I've stood at the in the department at electronics department at Sears. I've yes. I've have. sat at Walmart and looked at everything and drooled for years. For years and years and years. Well, they haven't been out for years and years and years. Well, actually, they've been out for many years. They have been I- extremely expensive. expensive when they and there was just no out. way we could justify spending the money on that. And I kept on saying, my <clears throat> frugal self, not until we have a TV break are we going to get a new one. Uh, oh. Oh, our TV break, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because I, you know, I was raised pretty um, conservative financially, and um, you guys had a 13-inch color TV. That yes, was it. yeah, we we were not lavish with electronics growing up. Yeah, yes. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. we went out to dinner with some friends, and we talked about the future, and and we talked about kind of what we do as a couple, and um and we were i was inspired that uh, we have a great future ahead there's all sorts of great projects i want to work on and do for the taking with you podcast and just all sorts of amy and life and we've been walking together and that's been fun and dreaming about the future anyway i said to her let's go look at walmart at the big screen tvs mm-hmm. and you didn't say no <laughs> which i took thorough advantage of I, I would have said no, except for the fact that um, we the, we talked about this last week, I think, um, that we visited our accountant for taxes. Right, and we had a better report than we expected. Well, we had put some money aside to pay, and then we didn't make enough money <laughs> to have to pay to that. have to pay it. So we so had we, had a, we little... had a cushion there. I mean, we never really say we have extra because we have to pay for the bills. <laughs> Because some yeah. some months we might have a bunch of listeners help us out, yeah. and 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 everything works just perfect, and we just we get everything paid. Then there's other months where we have to take from our savings, savings. what little we have, and put yeah. that towards the bills. So we live by faith every month, and yeah. and every we've week. not really had a, <laughs> we really not had a cushion. Yeah, and then so we thought, you know what. This is the time that we have a little bit of extra. Why don't we go and get it while we can? Because it may not happen next month. <laughs> yeah. So we went and we looked at them. But but we you know we spent 
just a portion of the money oh, yeah. we sent aside for taxes. And well, that's so because that the prices have... on these TVs have come down so much. Yeah. We got a really nice it's, one. It's probably about a quarter of what it used to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. at least. Yeah. At least. I remember when they first came out, they were $6,000. Mm-hmm. You know, but we got we got um, a Blu-ray player and the and the flat screen TV. I think it's a forty-six inch one mm-hmm. by Sanyo, Sanyo, whatever you say it. Yeah. But sure. uh, anyway, and then um, and then I I talked the uh, the dish people into giving us an HD um, receiver for free, and they came out and I was so funny. I talked to them. We get the TV on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. We set it up that night. My son helps me set it up, and we put it on our dish, and it looked horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we just spent some money here, and uh, it, it doesn't look very good." And fuzzy. Well, it's it, but then we put the Blu-ray player on, and I got Star Trek in Blu-ray, of course. We have one Blu-ray movie. Yeah, Woo. and and I put it in, and we watched it, and went, "Wow, that's amazing!" Yeah. And so um, the next day, I called Dish Network, and I said, "Hey, remember a while back when I was having problems with my service, and you said that we could switch to HD for free? You give us a a, a DVR that tapes stuff and." And uh, they um, they said yes, we remember that. And then they said, but the the, the offer has expired. Hmm. So I was kind of upset. And I said, you're telling me that the offer expired three days ago, and you won't give me the offer because I've been a good, loyal Dish customer. And you know, it's funny. He said, hold on, let me talk to somebody else. They get somebody else on the line, and that guy's like, oh, come on now, it's only a hundred dollars. You know, I said, look, I just paid for this TV. I don't want to pay any more money for this, and and just upgrade me to HD. I've been a great customer. Do it for free. And the guy goes, I don't think we. Okay, hold on, Mr. Moyer. And so I get another guy, and this guy. He, I just said, look, at, if you're telling me that three days is going to make a difference, maybe I'll call Comcast. And he goes, Mr. Moyer, that would be a shame. Why don't I just work a deal for you? So he worked a deal for me. And then the funny thing is he said, how about if I have the guy there to install it tomorrow morning? Yeah, so we got to watch the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl in, HD. in HD. So the commercials were great. Yeah, <laughs> we, the we game had, actually was pretty good. The game was really good. I only watch one football game a year. Yeah. Which is the Super Bowl. And you like I, football players, though. I've, well, I had three brothers and, you know, they played football. I Our family was really into football growing up. Your family wasn't, though. So we don't watch football much. If I got a jersey, would you like me better? Mm, depends how silky it was. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop. I actually used to um, borrow my brother's jerseys for night shirts because they were really comfy. Okay, well, that's a little too much information. Oh, okay. Well, we can edit this. <laughs> so, at, so at 8 in the morning, the dish guy shows up at our house, and uh, he was a fellow geek. Oh, it was yes. great. He, he liked Star Trek. And, so we had really yeah. good discussions. Next and, generation, yeah. I believe. Nice. So we put a new satellite tea. dish up on the side of our house and tra- traded uh-huh. out for an old one. And uh, we went in, and he showed me how to use the new... By the way, the DVR that Dish gives you for HD is awesome. Yeah, you you can record two shows at once. <clears throat> and we couldn't and, do that before. Yeah, and, you know, I told the um, the guy that came in to put this in, I said, you know, some nights there's nothing we want to record. And then there's other and nights. And then there's other nights that there's three things all at the same time. And I know, it's like, I know. you know, um, I guess that happens sometimes, but... Well, now we can do it, so it's yeah. it's very cool. And uh, not to mention the fact, here's what I like about it. Here we go, techie nerd things. Okay. It can record, um, what is it, 30 hours of HD and 200 hours of regular programming. But we mm-hmm. don't watch regular programming now 
because everything on HD looks so much better. Yeah, it doesn't look good on the regular. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Let's say you want to really get your geek on. Oh, okay. I think I know where you're going here. You can get yourself a terabyte hard drive with a U- a U- external hard drive, yeah. plug it into the back of your receiver, and for a certain fee, Dish will activate that, and now you have many more hours of HD that you can record in. Yeah. This is the first time they've been you now I think TiVo does this already. Uh-huh. But we don't we don't have that service. So I was pretty pumped and now I'm looking for a great deal on a terabyte external hard drive. It's going to have to be a real great deal because Oh, you'll be okay. I had a hard time buying the TV, but it, we did get oh, yeah. a really and good deal. Oh yeah, and who's watched most of it right now? You HGTV in yes. HD. It's, it's oh get this. Talk about HGTV you, in HD TV. HD HD GT, oh, jeez. I like the Home and Garden channel. Yeah, yes, I guess I so. do. Yes. Now, it's not, now you're like, right, like, right in the kitchen of the homes. I mean, it's like, give me a break. Oh, it is you so You got to reach out clear. and scratch the agent's hair. Yeah. House Hunters all the way. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah there's. Gag. I like those shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's a well, girl anyway. thing. So we, we upgraded to HD, and now actually it was only $10 more a month. Even though my wife says, well, we need to spend less every month. And I started spending more. Yeah. You better sell some CDs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It's not a huge expense. But anyway, yeah. it's kind of fun. So speaking of TV, mm-hmm. and we've, since we have our geek on, what do you think of Chuck lately, the new Chuck season? Um, It's really good, but I'm sad that... Um, okay, wait. Spoiler alert. Oh, if you haven't watched the okay. latest Chuck. I well, you I can you can do this, say. but fast forward about two minutes. Well, you know... If you don't want to hear any spoilers. So, Chuck spoilers right now. I just... You know, it looks like Chuck and Sarah are going their separate ways. And They're just doing that to us, though. And that was just sad to me because I, think I just that was one of the big appeals that, of the show, wasn't it? Well, you kind of just felt like they were soulmates, you know? Yeah. That they were, you really want Chuck and Sarah to get together. And they yeah. constantly can't get together. And they just get to the point where they're going to get together. And then it, something happens. Yeah. And now Lana from Smallville... Gets on the show. I'm sure she has another name. Is her name Kirsten something or uh, Kirsten Kubrick or yeah. something like that? I, is that her last she's name? She's a good actress. I like. Well, her anyway, well, mm-hmm. she's Hannah on the show on Chuck, yeah. and I don't know. I suspect that she is a double agent or a or a a spy or something. But that's my own opinion. So far, she hasn't acted like that. But she she really likes Chuck, and Chuck really likes her. He's conflicted. He's conflicted. So I'm not sure what I feel about last night's episode. Yeah. It was a good episode. But or last week's episode. So. Yeah. It was a good episode. But again, we're conflicted because we think Sarah and Chuck, Chuck are, are supposed to get married and have The nerd kids. herd. Yeah. Would they have nerd herdlets? I don't know. Or could they could be spy herdlets. Nerd herdlets. I like nerd herdlets. Uh, anyway, okay. we like watching Chuck. Okay, let's talk about the... Season finale of um, uh, what was it? Heroes? Heroes. We've been uh-huh. watching Heroes this this last season. I haven't really enjoyed much. I didn't like it as much as I have the show in the past. Well, I don't know. The last couple episodes have were been better. Really good. They got better. Yeah. They they had turned them into a newt. Newt. I got better. Oh. We did the hat and the nose, but she's still a witch. Hmm. Do you know I, what we're referring yes, to there? Yes, I, I know Monty hey, Python. Yeah, you know what our friends Jen and Angela from the Anomaly podcast mm-hmm. and Meds and Kel are doing a combined podcast on the Holy Grail. Um, I sent my 
comments in. Very funny. <laughs> I remember. I can't f- wait to hear that. I episode. remember the first time I watched the Holy Grail, and and probably the last. You were ticked. Time. At, yeah, you're pretty mad at me I, for that. I didn't feel like it was quite appropriate. Well, there's a few parts that aren't. The one thing I have to say that is funny. It is, is rather funny. <laughs> when when you were in a Christian rock band um, years and years and years ago, they would get together and I'll watch this. And um, the funny part was just like Napoleon Dynamite isn't the movie. It's hearing everybody quote the lines. That's true. When, when yes. we start and we, and we all do our funny little voices. Yes. I, you know, growing up. Come we, and see the violence inherited in the system. You know, we talked about growing up. We had a 13-inch color TV in our living room. And what our, else floats? Our family watched it. Very small rocks. Yes. Anyway. Ah, but can you not also build bridges out of stone? <laughs> mm-hmm. My mom never told me once to turn off the TV, even if I was watching MTV or something. Of course, in the daytime, it wasn't that bad back then. But A duck! Oh, no. Who are you that are so wise in the ways of science? I am Arthur, king of the Britons. Oh, my liege. Anyway, the one time, the one and only time my mom ever asked me to turn off the TV mm-hmm. was when Monty Python was on. It wasn't... And now for something completely different. It wasn't In Search of the Holy Grail. It was their weekly show on PBS or something. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought... As Do you remember that sketch? It was... <laughs> Do you remember the sketch from Monty Python where the, the guy got up and and he had mice and he hit them with a, a mallet and they went squeak 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 no, squeak squeak. I just remember the sketch she had me turn <laughs> off was when this guy had a chainsaw and he <laughs> kept on cutting off body parts and blood squirting all over and she said, "Amy, why is that funny? Amy, that's enough. Turn that TV off." You know, good for mom. Is it good for mom? I'm actually have tears coming out of my eyes because yeah. that's just so funny. Yes. Well, you know, everyone <coughs> has their own idea now, of what's humorous. And now a man playing a tape recorder up his nose. Click. <laughs> then you hear the music. Then, and now in stereo. Click. And he put his fingers at both nostrils. I I don't think that's funny. <sighs> that's that's flipping yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy. Okay. okay. All right. Back to get on get on course. How do we get go heroes? There? Heroes. Okay. Heroes. So they yes. ended the season. I, do you think we'll see another season of it, or do you think that's it? You know, I don't know. It was didn't a have very... good ratings this year. Oh, it didn't. Well, no. the last show was awesome. Well, I don't know about awesome, but it was okay. It was good. Well, for you, you can say it's awesome. I I, I thought it was good. Much better than Monty Python with blood squirting. Absolutely everywhere. not. That's none shall <sighs> pass. Brave Sir Knight, my quarrel is not with you. Hmm. As we hear chainsaws in the background. Yeah. Today is, is well, our I am a lumberjack day. and I'm okay. But we do live in the Northwest with lots of trees and yes. they occasionally have to be cut down. Well, yeah. As Either long that as... or they fall on our house. Well, yeah. But this morning, you know, I mean, the bark was a little loud. The bark? Our neighbor's dog Smokey barking? That oh, kind of tree, bark? Trees have bark. I was making a joke. Oh, but the neighbor dog was barking because... Smokey didn't like him. Yeah, Smokey's yeah. our neighbor dog, and he mm-hmm. does not like the chainsaws. Now, our cats didn't like it very much this morning either, but Tess <laughs> went out to go see what was going on. Well, our dog's partially deaf, so she probably didn't she's even not, hear it. I, why do you think she's deaf? I don't think our dog is deaf. Well, because maybe you're partly deaf too, so you don't hear the same thing she doesn't hear. <laughs> I am not deaf. I am not deaf. That's not what the hearing aid place said. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone, you know. 
Like you can't hear thermo- um like the temperature thing. And my watch goes off at one in the morning oh. and I can't hear it. Every morning, his watch goes beep, 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 how does beep, it, how beep. Does, how does it go? Okay, I don't do sound effects. Maybe I well. should make it a mouse sound. Squeak, 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 oh, no. squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> okay, we're we're not getting very far here. Sorry. Okay, back on track. Back on track. Okay. Okay. So we don't know if Heroes is coming back or not, but no. Anyway. I I like the last episode. So. All right. Well, that's your opinion. Yeah. I thought it was okay. Okay. The other thing I want to talk about is a brand new show they just came out with that okay. we watched right after the Super Bowl. Oh, I bawled. I had a hard time watching it. It's well, called um, Undercover Boss. Mm-hmm. And it's all about <clears throat> like the CEOs of a company um, going to um, down on the workers level and, and doing the job disguised as mm-hmm. a worker. So they actually get to see what their company is like to work for. Mm-hmm. And the first one was of a guy from a sanitation company, a big one, that does yeah. like garbage collection and recycling and just tons of different things and he went in to like what was it three or four different places mm-hmm. he got actually got fired on one of the jobs that he worked because he, he wasn't, wasn't fast, fast enough. enough he was supposed to the just, ceo of the company there's like a big hill of this by by a landfill. landfill that had mm-hmm. paper and plastic on it and he was supposed to pick it up because yeah. the wind would blow it away and he, he actually got fired well and anyway they, they he goes in disguise or the boss goes in disguised as one of the workers and he you know actually does an entry-level job mm-hmm. and then he then he he goes back then as the boss and reveals that he was there mm-hmm. after the show, you know, after they go through these different things. And then they show as a result of the CEO going in, they show what happens afterwards as a result of it later on. And uh, this show was very moving, very touching. And from what I gather, yeah. it's going to be a big hit. Yeah, I'm not sure about next week. Next week is all on um, a guy going in uh, that is the, I think, the CEO of Hooters. Yeah. And he's going to go into the restaurant as an entry-level person. But but just in defense of the show, I watched a little bit of it, of yeah, the, the preview, preview thing. And it sounds like um, they have a bo- uh, one of the bosses in the, in the stores is a male chauvinist jerk face. Mm-hmm. And he gets corrected. And hopefully well, he gets fired. The whole basis of that chain is rather... Um, objectifying women, and they actually they share that on the yeah, promo. So which, it'll be. I think it's gonna be fascinating. Well, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. You know, if they bring out the fact that you know these women are getting taken advantage of, and and um, maybe it'll be okay. You have strong opinions on this. Don't I you? have very strong opinions on. And now that it's in HD, you're probably not very excited about objectification this objectification of women. Yeah. I was trying to make another joke, and you didn't even laugh. No, I didn't. I didn't catch it. I said um, now that it's going to be in HD, we're going to watch a show about Hooters in HD. I don't know if we are. <laughs> um, They're you not going to show anything. And I have a 17-year-old boy. <coughs> They're not going to show anything. Hmm. Well, if they do, we'll see. the beautiful part about DVR is you can fast forward. Yeah. Or you can shut it off. You don't have to watch a program. Yeah. There have been programs that we've shut off occasionally. Yeah. I mean, some of them do get a little too far. And exactly, when we have young mm-hmm. people in the house and stuff. And really, honestly, it's not the greatest thing as a married couple to be watching some stuff like that, too. So, Well, um, you know, we... We do ma- have standards. The majority of the TV we watch, we pre-record. Yeah. And then watch it, like, you know, after it's been going for 15 minutes. So, so you can fast, fast forward. forward. So. Um, but every know, time we say fast forward, we pick up our hands and we click. click yeah. <laughs> you can't see that on the podcast, but it's funny. We click, click, click. But the other day, my my son and I were watching a, a show together, and um, 
he had the remote control in his hand, and I was just, I hope I don't embarrass him here, but I didn't even say anything, and it got to a part where, you know, people started kissing, and he just started clicking through, you yeah. know, and fast-forwarding that part because he kind of, you know, you kind of get the idea that maybe things are going to get a little steamy. steamy. And, you know, he, you know so it he, happens when you he put... just decided to fast-forward that part without yeah. even me saying anything, and so yeah. I'm glad we've kind of trained them. Yeah, well, you know, proof is when you, when time goes on, you see how they do when they get older. I had a, a really nice elderly gentleman in my life that always used to say, don't worry about them, they'll be okay if you raise them right, because the cement's not dry yet. Oh, that was neat. Yeah, so... I- I don't know who said that. I but do. It's okay. But uh, anyway, so I've kind of the philosophy is, you know, you you do your best, and when they get older, you hope they follow what you taught them. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, that's their choice. You know, you just love them and be there for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's the chainsaw in the background. Can anybody hear that? I can hear it even with my earphones on. So. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, kind of fun. Well, anyway, we need to wrap this up because okay. we're gonna go into the next subject. Um, let's do. Let's let's quickly do the words of wisdom. And then we'll be back with our food for thought called When the Love Comes Down. All right. It's time once again for Words of Wisdom on Take Him With You. Today we're in Proverbs chapter 6 from the Message Bible. Dear friend, if you've gone into hawk with your neighbor or locked yourself into a deal with a stranger, if you've impulsively promised the shirt off your back and now you find yourself shivering out in the cold, friend, don't waste a minute. Get yourself out of that mess. You're in the man's clutches. Go, put on a long face, act desperate. Don't procrastinate. There's no time to lose. Run like a deer from the hunter. Fly like a bird from the trapper. You lazy fool, look at an ant. Watch it closely. Let it teach you a thing or two. Nobody has to tell it what to do. All summer it stores up food. At harvest it stockpiles provisions. So how long are you going to laze around doing nothing? How long before you get out of bed? A nap here, a nap there, a day off here, a day off there. Sit back, take it easy. Do you know what comes next? Just this. You can look forward to a dirt poor life, poverty, your permanent house guest. Riff raff and rascals talk out of both sides of their mouths. They wink at each other. They shuffle their feet. They cross their fingers behind their backs. Their perverse minds are always cooking up something nasty, always stirring up trouble. Catastrophic, no, sorry, catastrophe is just around the corner for them. A total smash-up, their lives ruined beyond repair. Here are six things God hates, and one more that he loathes with a passion. Eyes that are arrogant, a tongue that lies, hands that murder the innocent, a heart that hatches evil plots, feet that race down a wicked track, a mouth that lies under oath, a troublemaker in the family. Good friend, follow your father's good advice. Don't wander off from your mother's teachings. Wrap yourself in them from head to foot. Wear them like a scarf around your neck. Wherever you walk, they'll guide you. Whenever you rest, they'll guard you. When you wake up, they'll tell you what is next. For sound advice is a beacon. Good teaching is a light. Moral discipline is a life path. 
they'll protect you from wanton women, from the seductive talk of some temptress. Don't lustfully fantasize on her beauty, nor be taken in by her bedroom eyes. You can buy an hour with a whore for a loaf of bread, but a wanton woman may well eat you alive. Can you build a fire in your lap and not burn your pants? Can you walk barefoot on hot coals and not get blisters? It's the same when you have sex with your neighbor's wife. Touch her and you'll pay for it. No excuses. Hunger is no excuse for a thief to steal. When he's caught, he has to pay it back, even if he has to put the whole house in hot. Adultery is a brainless act. Soul-destroying, self-destructive, expect a bloody nose, a black eye, and a reputation ruined for good. For jealousy denotes rage in a cheated husband. Wild for revenge, he won't make allowances. Nothing you say or pay will make it right. Neither bribes nor reason will satisfy him. There you go, Proverbs chapter 6, and that's your words of wisdom this week on Take Him With You. Hi there. Um, Our family is on this endeavor to bring good news and encouragement to people around the world. And if you would like to partner with us and help us put out this podcast every week, and we also put out a newsletter. Yeah. And we do all kinds of little special recordings and different things to encourage people. If you'd like to help us, just go ahead and um, get to our website and it'll tell you how to do that. Yeah, you go to takehimwithyou.com and click on the donate or the newsletter button. And uh, we have a PayPal account that we've set up and people can all, from all over the world, ha- and they people have. Mm-hmm. You just click on it and you uh, fill out the amount that you want to help us with. And then it sends it right to our uh, PayPal account, and then we can take that and put it right in the bank account to pay for the bills to keep yes. this coming to you and keep our house warm. And <laughs> and every little bit helps. So thank you very much for all those who have helped us. Yeah, you and- know, and we don't, you know, some podcasts will tell everybody who gives to them. And, but in this case, we, we really appreciate everybody that gives. And if you don't hear your name... Um, said on here it's only because of the the nature of the show we don't want to i know some people would feel kind of awkward if we said that they gave and others would not and Mm -hmm. so so we just suffice it to say this we appreciate everyone that's given and you just don't even know even if you think if you think 10 20 dollars is is not very much to Mm -hmm. us you're wrong it's a whole lot to us because if if the amount of people our listenership has grown now if the amount of people that listened actually threw that kind of money our way every month, like 20 or 30 bucks, we would be able to pay for all of our bills and you could be on the program. I mean, I'm taking you away from work right now yes. to be on the program. Yes. So my, it costs us money. My laptop is sitting over there saying, you need to finish your work. You yeah. need to finish your but, work. But, but so yeah. many people said that they wanted you on the program that I thought I would you mean get I you won't on have to stay up till midnight doing my computer well, job? Well, if, if people help us out, <laughs> yes. And we, and we can do more elaborate things, you know, yeah. and that's what we really want to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. And and every time we take every time we do a drama or something it takes like hours that, and hours and hours. it well it takes weeks to put out the our drama that you hear because it, of all the, the different sound effects and the actors and the scripts and, and, the, and yeah. mixing everything together it takes it takes weeks to produce one drama that's like yeah. an hour long yeah, and it does. and the songs that Rick puts on here um, takes hours and hours to do too so yeah so anyway if you feel led to help us out that would be awesome mm-hmm. thank you by the way everybody that uh, can help out time once again for food for thought on taking with you 
Well, here we are podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, land of the trees. And land of the chainsaws. Well, the PUD, that's our public utility district, who is uh, putting in power lines that go under the street instead of over because we live in antiquated Oldville. They're having to cut trees out of the backyard of a neighbor's house. And they picked today, of all days, when we record the podcast, to wake Mm -hmm. us up early in the morning. And So if you hear sounds of chainsaws in the background, it's just more authentic. You're having a cup of tea or coffee at our house. Sit down with us and and enjoy our special Valentine's Day edition. In the Northwest. That's right. With chainsaws. Yeah. (laughs) You do a chainsaw much better than I do. Well, I've had years of snoring. That's true. (laughs) Okay. Well, dear, I want to give you something before we start off and getting to our subject today. I have something for you. I I want to give this to you right now. Uh, This is your Valentine's Day card. Since it's Valentine's Day, I'd like you to open it and uh, and, uh, open it up. Take a look. I don't have a card for you. That's okay. Just open it up and make sure you put it right (laughs) next to the microphone. Tell us. Describe it first. Um, Well, it... It has a very famous furry Star Wars character on the front. And who would Actually, that be? two of them. Chewbacca. Uh-huh. And, and probably his wife or kid. And I guess his... And what does it say on the front? It says family. Okay, now open it up and hold it right up to the... Okay, now read the caption. Okay, it says, often loud, always lovable, hope your Valentine's Day is out of this world. I love you. And then it looks like you wrote Low Rick. That's love. Oh, you forgot I the V. I wrote love. Low L- Rick? L-O-E. <laughs> There's a V in there somewhere. Okay. What do you think? Was that the most romantic card you've ever received? What a geek card for Valentine's Day. Well, you know, it, it's better than the time that for my birthday you got me a Star Wars video or Star Trek video. That's awesome. Don't you want to come over here and kiss me now? Well, your face is furry like Chewbacca. Thanks. <laughs> you actually, the other day you talked about maybe growing a full beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your daddy has a full beard. Yeah, but most of my hair now is turning gray, so it'd be like Santa beard if I grew it. Of course, your, I can't grow it. Your dad has a solid white beard now. <laughs> he does. Um, and most of the time I've known him, his beard has been you didn't white. Like, you didn't like your Chewbacca Valentine's Day card. Oh, it was fine. At least, Chewbacca, it, at Chewbacca. least it wasn't Chew tobacco. Chewbacca is the way you at, say it. At least name. it wasn't fattening. My top's no-no food for this week is guess what? Chocolate. Yes. Why would they do that during Valentine's Day? It was to help us. And and then we have a kitty that it, if we if we eat a no-no food, we put a quarter for each no-no food we eat. Doesn't that hurt the poor cat? No. How do you put a quarter in a cat? No, a kitty is like a fund. Wow. A fund. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go on. Let's go on. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought that was We're, funny. Yeah, now you guys know what I've what I've lived with for twenty three years. Well, today we are talking about love. Love. When the love comes, when the love comes down. Great song by Resban. I'm not going to play it today. I have a, I actually have a song that I um, did a parody to that I'm going to uh, play for you today. I used to listen to Resband a lot. Yeah. When I was a teenager. 
Alienated from this world, talked about but polite and neglected. Alienated from this world, I'm beginning to understand. And you can edit that if you wow. want. Wow. <laughs> I just don't even know what to say. My wife just sang a heavy metal song. <laughs> Impromptu. This is just like... This is the, one of the best oh, things ever. We, we need to take that off. No now. way! I'm keeping. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put music to that. That was just okay. I just don't even know what to say in 23 years of marriage. This I've, is. I've uh, actually eaten eaten lunch with Wendy Kaiser. Yeah, the lady that, yeah, sang, that sang on that in Resband. Yeah. yeah, she's a nice lady. She's a very nice lady. Yep. Yep. Okay, so what were we talking about before you went into the tirade of alienated <laughs> from this world? Sorry. Talked about the okay, 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 okay. alienated from this stop, world. Stop, stop, stop. to understand. <laughs> People are not going to listen to us ever again now because we're just like nuts today or something. I don't know what's oh, going on. It's the on. chainsaws. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the chainsaws and the tea combination is not good. No, I, I okay. wanted to do something today. I thought it would be fun to read uh, a passage from Scripture and then actually talk to you a little bit about what you think it means because okay. um, I'm going to, um, today I'm actually um, out at Quinault Valley Chapel, a church that's about, oh, I don't know, about an hour and a half away, hour and 15 minutes out in the rainforest. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's just out beautiful. There. But I'm oh, preaching uh, today gorgeous. on a, a subject called the Gong Show, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's all about this particular passage of scripture, mm-hmm. and and it and it um, it just really defines what love is all about. And you know, on Valentine's Day, sometimes people don't like it because if they don't have a significant other, mm-hmm. it can be kind of a lonely time because everybody's you know candy and flowers and romantic and all this stuff, and they don't have anybody. Yeah. So I really don't want to focus as I mean we can obviously we can focus on part of that, but I think for I want this show to really appeal to everyone that's listening and I want to talk about love. So yesterday, as I do on Monday or okay, it's Sunday today. Um okay, last Monday, mm-hmm. as I do every Monday, yeah. I take my laptop and I go to a local Chinese restaurant and I sit in the very back booth, get tea and diet Pepsi and I start to type out uh, notes and ideas for the podcast mm-hmm. and i every single monday about around noon pacific time i will twitter and facebook an impromptu question whatever pops in my mind about the subject that i'm dealing with on the podcast that week on the upcoming one and yesterday or not yesterday on monday i actually did this here's what i asked and we got quite a few very insightful and um Excellent comments on this. Here's what um, I said. Impromptu question. Do you find it easy or hard to love people? And then I said, mm-hmm. how How so? So what's our first comment? Our first just, comment just use the first name. is from Jenny. Mm-hmm. And she says, easy to love, hard to stay in love. Ooh, that's uh, a, it's that's, a pretty deep one. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan says... Hard. You got to be in my circle of family or friends, or I really could care less. Don't even like most people. You know, that person who stands in line for 10 minutes only to get to the counter and still have no freaking idea what they're going to order. We need to stop making that person. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just remember you always have a hard time deciding what to eat. Yeah, people behind me get all upset usually. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Okay, um, Lisa says, it really depends. You need to talk in your mic when you do that. Oh, sorry, because I'm trying to read sideways. So, yeah. okay. It says, Lisa says, it's it's it really depends. Sad to say, if someone rubs... I, my fur. 
my fur the wrong way. You know, like Stripey, when okay. I rub his fur the wrong way, he gets okay. picked at me. Um, I tend to look at the person, not the situation, but hopefully it happens that way less often. I love to say it's easy, but it isn't always. The question is, do you find it easy or hard to love people? I find it hard right now to love the people sawing the logs in my backyard. <laughs> but yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, Theron says this, easy to love the people you love, hard to love the people you don't love if that makes sense, then we are golden. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? That's what Jesus said. That's Mm. interesting, too. Yeah, and then Teresa says, easy, fall in love with life, believe everyone is doing their very best at any given moment, no matter our perception. Matthew 7, 1 says, do not judge or you will be judged. Wow, that's a great mm, philosophy on yeah. life. She's got a she's got a key there. Very positive attitude there. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to do because some people can be kind of mean. Yeah. But I guess, you know, I, that's really true. It sure makes life a lot easier when you just believe the best about folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, Danny says, I think it's easier to put yourself in a situation such as a homeless shelter or a Mexico mission trip to love those people than it is to love the average guy you might see at work or in the grocery store. No, I do not think loving people is easy. Not in the way Jesus really wanted us to love people. At least it isn't easy for me. Mm. Okay. Timothy says, uh, difficult for me, but that's just me. Now, I can get along with people, but love, nah. And, and yes, I know what you mean. Adam says, it, it's more of an issue with my own head most of the time uh, than, than them. I can be thinking that they think some way about me. And they don't think that way at all. I am uh, my own obstacle most of the time. Hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Brian says. Get right pe- for the mic there. Dear. Oh, okay. Brian says people as a whole, easy. Individuals, on the other hand, can be difficult. It's easy enough to come to the conclusion that I love people, anyone, but to feel and practice it at every moment is hard. It's like trying to remember why you became friends with someone while you're fighting with them or why you fell in love with your wife in the middle of an argument. Once my emotions get out of the way, I find it easier to come to Teresa's conclusion and think the best of everyone regardless. Wow, that is very insightful. I really, all these comments are great. Well, and and kind of, I think what... um. Brian was saying there in a way, I don't know if I'm reading too much in it, is that once your emotions are out of the way, you can realize that love is a choice. Do you get that? Yes, absolutely. Love is a choice and that you choose to love people and believe that they're doing the best that they can do in that given situation. Right. We've talked about that before on the podcast when love really is a decision and a choice. It's not always a feeling. Mm -hmm. In fact, if love was just a feeling, and we'll talk about there's three different kinds of love actually that, mm-hmm. that exist, and um, we'll talk about that eventually. But once once you make a decision to love somebody, regardless of how you feel, that's commitment, mm-hmm. and that's the ultimate kind of love, right? Is the the committed, unconditional love, right? But we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. okay. The next one is from Mary, and Mary says, "I can tell when my walk with Jesus is by the way." I by the, or I can tell what my walk with Jesus is by the way uh, by by the way I love others. Phew, I can talk. 
If my relationship with him is current and open and doing well, my relationship with people is more than likely doing the same because it's Jesus who's doing the loving through me. Mm. On the other hand, if I'm slacking in my relationship with him, I'm probably uh, couldn't get on with the best of friends. Hmm. That's true, too. Well, and the Bible says they'll know we are Christians by our love. And so my question is, if we're not yeah. if we're not acting loving, are we really Christians? Well, I have to mm. ask. I mean, today <laughs> in our society, you could say they, you know they're Christians by their hate. Yeah. And that's or by like, their picketing or by their... But that's not what the Bible bigot- says. Bigotry or whatever. <laughs> you know, that's not what the Bible that's says. That's not what the Bible says. So, But that's, okay. you can tell that sometimes. Okay. So we need to work on that. Yeah. Alan <laughs> okay. says Alan what? Alan says... Much as I try, I find that I don't like many people. I'm much happier at home watching a video alone than at a party or a potluck. I'm just wired that way, I guess. You, uh, you'd much rather be watching TV without a potluck? I don't know. I'm just joking, Alan. That's funny to me because free food. <laughs> unfortunately, I like potlucks. That's why I'm going to Tops right now <laughs> to try to get off some of the potluck. No, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Some people are wired that way. They, they, yeah. don't, they don't like crowds. Well, you know, and it's okay not to like crowds. Sure. What just, else did he say? Yeah, he had some But more. he says, but I discovered a while ago that I don't have to like people to love them. In oh, fact, it's almost easier to love someone if you don't know... What it is that you don't like about them. You know, he has a point. Mm-hmm. And I get I get flack for this, but there are some people that I love, mm-hmm. but I really don't want to be around them, and I don't trust them. Yeah. Now, and I get labeled, well, you're bitter for that, or that's wrong. You should be... But wait a second. Jesus didn't say you have to trust everybody. He said we needed to love people, mm-hmm. but there's a difference. Yeah. You can love difference. somebody, and you can do good for them, and you can pray for them. But you know what? It, there are some people that you just... Don't Sometimes want to be around. I love them from a distance. Exactly. And that's <laughs> yeah. not that's not a bad thing. So yeah. I think, Alan, you really hit it on the head there. Oh, this one is great. It's from Kenny, my friend Kenny from California. The older I get, the harder it is to love. Unconditional love is something that is very, very rare, in my opinion. I like a lot of folks, but love very few. I can meet someone and in five minutes later know that I will love this person until the day I die. But then I know someone for years and never feel that love for them. I guess it's just the feeling inside and it can't be explained. It just is. Hmm. And Kenny, I completely understand what you're saying. Um, it is. The, the, older, the longer we live, I think the, the harder it is to, to find true unconditional love. And that's why I think that's one of the reasons that I'm a believer in Christ. Because I found that he has that unconditional love for me really helps that I receive that. And then I, I try to give that to others. Much more difficult to do that than it sounds. Yeah. But it is, it's nice that we have a loving God that gives that love first. And he, he's shown that example to us. Yeah. So we can try to follow his example. Yeah. Here's another one from Sunshine. Okay. You, have you want me to read that? Okay. Sure. Says, um, I have found it's much easier to love people once I realize that I don't have to like them or want to be their friend in order to love them. I love people who have wronged me, love them in Christ. That doesn't mean that I will have them over for dinner and share my deepest thoughts and desires. God often reminds me, as you have done for the least of these, you have done unto me. Who did I treat? The worst today, that's how I treated Jesus today. Wow. Wow. 
That's really, really insightful, Sunshine. Thank mm-hmm. you for, for thank you everybody for the comments. One last one. Judy says, I read uh, once that love as an emotion is different than love as an action. I feel emotional love towards my husband all the time, but there are times when I am hurt by something he's done or said. In those times, the last thing I feel is love. The best thing I can do when that happens is react with an act of love towards him, even if it's simple forgiveness. Unconditional love is not loving everything someone does. It's loving the person no matter what they have done. Mm. Wow, what a way to end the comments there, huh? Yeah. Those are that, those are very very insightful and very good. Um, we got some on Twitter too um, that I thought we could read real quick. I, I hope everybody's enjoying this because I think it's just really insightful on what people think about love. It's just really interesting. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, all my Twitter stuff here. Uh, Toxic Death says, "I find it easy to love people. Find it hard to be loved. It surprises me that anybody would want to love me." Hmm. And this person is a really cool person, so it's interesting that they would say that. I think we've all felt that way at times. Uh, absolutely. So. I, mm-hmm. if people, you know, I think we're all, there's a, a basic fear in human beings that if they really knew who I was, they wouldn't like me. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just basically an old trick of the devil. Yeah. I mean, God made us, and even though we might be quirky and have some weird things, we, he didn't make any junk. And so sometimes, but it's easy to think that way. Yeah. Sure is, when you're discouraged and stuff. Um uh, Just X says, what is love? I think that's harder to answer because it seems to shine brighter when compared to the absence of it. Hmm. Yeah, good question. We're going to be talking about what what the Bible says love is in a moment, and that might explain a little bit more on that. Um, Spaltar says, wow, that's a loaded question. It's easy to love friends, sometimes difficult to love family, often easy, often easy to love the needy anonymous, um, and difficult to love people I don't know. But see on the train, street, store, etc. I'm not sure if any of that makes sense. I'm sure it does. Um, Jen says, or Savril says, what's love but a secondhand emotion? What's love <laughs> got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Get it? I get it. Little Tina Turner She there. said, sorry, that Tina Turner song popped into my head when you asked that question. Seriously, for me, it's easy for me if I know them well and like them. It's difficult if they are total jerks. <laughs> I'm lucky if I can merely tolerate the latter, which totally makes sense. Um, Sebastian Pruth says, I don't think love is an easy thing for me at all. What about you? And, uh, of course, I'm telling you now what I think. Um D'Angelis says, hmm, for me, love comes gradually, getting to know the person, so I suppose my answer is it's not easy for me. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> and uh, I think that was, uh, okay, and one more from uh, Hawkeye Meds. says, love doesn't come easy. I'm guarded, and it takes a lot for me to open up. If I trust you, then you're, and, you're my fr- and then you're my friend, then I love you. Hmm. So these are all great insights into what love is. Um, and and if it's hard or not to love someone, um, love is an interesting thing. I think I think it's really um, it, well. Let, let's put it this way: in all my studies and stuff that I've done uh, and preached sermons and stuff like that on love, what I have found in my research is that the human language or the English language specifically yeah. does not do justice to the word love. Mm-hmm. 
In fact, if you read it in the King James Version of the Bible, it doesn't say love. It says charity. Mm -hmm. And if you look, there's actually three different words that the Bible uses for love and, and three, three different Greek types. Words. Yeah. yeah. And, in the and New Testament. one of them is <clears throat> the kind of love that when you see somebody and you're attracted to them or you're watching a movie and you think, whoa, that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, it's, it's, it's um, called eros love. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get our words erotic and uh -huh. things like that. And eye stimulating or lustful. Right. Yeah. And erotic type of thing. Your, your attractions. Right. So that's eros love. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one called phileo love where you get the word like Philadelphia. Philadelphia the, the, the City uh, of brotherly love. Exactly. Yeah. And that is more of a platonic type of love where you are comrades with somebody or you're... Like you feel for your family, your children, your mother, your father, right. your best friend. Right. It, mm -hmm. that, that's the phileo love. Mm -hmm. And then there's a love that I think everybody strives for the ideal of, but it's really only a love that comes from God and that is... Agape love. Agape. Yeah. Um, as I used to call it, agape, because I didn't know how to pronounce <laughs> it. Agape. And that means unconditional love. Yeah. So there's three different kinds of love. So you, if you want to define love, you really have to go to the Bible and see what does it say that love is. Erotic Be love, brotherly love, or, or unselfish love. Right. Yeah. What is it? And I think, you know, when somebody says... I wrote an article in the newsletter. I really love the Snicker bar. They're not going to marry it. They're not going to spend the rest of their lives with a Snickers bar. But they could be it. lusting after that Snickers sure, bar. Exactly. And that'd be the arrows kind exactly, of love. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so on. Mm -hmm. So when I say I love you, Amy, mm -hmm. that is not only the, the um, phileo love, but it's also the eros love. And if I'm a good husband, then there's there's parts of that agape love in it as well. Mm -hmm. So see, it gets kind of confusing on what love really is. Yeah. But I figured we could read the Bible mm -hmm. and see what it has to say, uh, what love is. And we're going to be in the New Testament, which is the um, the last part of the Bible. And mm -hmm. we're going to be in a, in a book called Corinthians, 1 Corinthians. And it's going to be in chapter 13. And I'm going to read to you what it has to say. And then we're going to comment a little bit about it. And then I'm going to play a song, a parody song that I did um, for my wife. Okay? Okay. All right. It says in the Message Bible, If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. Or a loud chainsaw <laughs> in the background. No, I added the chainsaw part. <laughs> If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't have love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Now, here's a, a series of things that it says. It's very interesting on what love is. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says, love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for itself. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut. Doesn't have a swollen head. Doesn't force itself on others. Isn't always me first. Doesn't fly off the handle. Doesn't keep score of sins of others doesn't revel when others grovel takes pleasure in the flowering of truth puts up with anything trusts god always always looks for the best never looks back 
but keeps going to the end. Love never dies. Inspired speech will will be over someday. Praying in tongues will end. Understanding will reach its limit. We know only a portion of the truth, and what we say about God is always incomplete. But when the complete arrives, our incompleteness will be canceled. When I was an infant at my mother's breast, I gurgled and cooed like any infant. When I grew up, I left those infant ways for good. We don't see yet things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist, but it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright, and we'll see it all then, see it as clearly as God sees us, knowing him directly, just as he knows us. But right now, until the completeness, we have three things to do to lead us towards consummation. Trust steadily in God. Hope unwaveringly. Love extravagantly. And the best of these three is love. That's very good. What do you think? I don't think it could describe unselfish love or agape love any better than the way God does it in his Bible. Yeah. That's good. That's, it's actually a pretty amazing passage of Scripture. Mm-hmm. And and I think for me, I, I probably should paste it up in front of me every day because I I mean I was as I was reading that I was going oh blew it there oh blew it there yeah. oh gosh I've done that you know and I just realized it's a lot of work to love it is I I think it's easier like we heard in some of the comments the closer you are to God the easier it is to love mm-hmm. others. But sometimes it's very hard when we're frustrated or we're going through something. Tired, it's very hard to love. Tired or hungry. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that unselfish love is, is a challenge sometimes. But um, when it happens, it's wonderful and it makes the world a much better place. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I wrote something funny about um, in, in the, a different version of the Bible. It says, if I do all these things... But I don't have love. I'm a resounding. I'm just like a resounding symbol or a clanging gong. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm preaching today on the gong show, the characteristics of a gong or a symbol. How you can tell if you are one. Hmm. So this is going to be a good test for everybody. Are you a clanging gong or a resounding symbol? Am I a gong? <laughs> or are you funny. a symbol? A symbol. I think I have a higher voice, so maybe well, I'm a uh, symbol. No, I don't know. <laughs> Number one. They make a bright, flashy sound that almost hurts your ears at first. Ooh. Do you do that? I don't know. My voice is high. I don't know. Number two, they fade quickly and don't last. Hmm. These are characteristics of gongs and cymbals. So, it yeah. So, like, if you have, like, that Eros love and you base your relationship on that. Feeling. That. Ooey gooey l- feeling. Lust. Or, yeah. Lust or just romance. Lust kind of thing. And then. The next day, you don't feel that feeling again. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could be a gong or a symbol. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I've been that way before. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Not with me. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like that, aren't I? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> number three, they're annoying if overused. That yeah. would be me, right? No She's comment. not going to say. She's just she just rolled her eyes kind of and went. <gasps> No well, I say it back. Anyway, symbols and gongs are annoying if they're overused. They're only used in few things, mm-hmm. you know, and they're used as an enhancement, not as as a steady diet, or you wouldn't be able to hear the song. Yeah. So love, 
if if it's done without i mean if you if you do works and you're nice and you do all these different things without love then you are you can be like you can be annoying isn't that interesting yeah like the chainsaws in the background yeah i kind of feel like i'm in the dentist's office all day oh don't say that okay okay how about this one number four most of the time they're only for show hmm and a lot of times I think that can happen. A lot of people will do really righteous things in the church or even out of church. They'll just be really nice people and do all this stuff. But then they want credit for it because mm-hmm. they were just there for the show. They want their yeah. award. They want their trophy. Mm-hmm. And we, we can all be like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, number five, the last one I wrote down was they're, they're used for calling people together for an emergency or enhancing dramatic moments. There's lots of drama involved in cymbals and gongs. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? And sometimes some of the people that draw a lot of attention to themselves and call everybody together and get them all worked up, that's not love. That's hmm. just a loud resounding symbol or a gong. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. So those are the five things that I wrote down, the characteristics of are you a gong or a symbol? Hmm. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so so we know that love is is really a cool thing. I mean... There's a great scripture in the Bible that says love covers a multitude of sin, mm-hmm. which means that, um, I mean, I, I take it as an example. If you have a piece of bread that has lots of holes in it and you get a nice creamy peanut butter and you put that over the, the bread, Mm-mm. it fills in the holes and you can fold that baby over no. and that's a mighty fine no. sandwich. What? It has to be crunchy. Oh, no, no. Let's not get into the debate <laughs> of crunchy and creamy peanut butter. Oh, my gosh. Super chunk only. Of course, I have to take Benadryl with it because I'm allergic to nuts. But yes, still, I, you married me. <laughs> I'm a nut. <laughs> Is that why I have to take Benadryl uh, from time to time? <laughs> cute, real cute. No, I'm not allergic. Well, remember to Charlie you. Brown's teacher when Charlie Brown would be talking to Peppermint Patty in class, and the teacher would go wah 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 yeah. wah wah wah. Without love, that's exactly what we sound like mm. to yeah. a lot of people. The world doesn't like people that are believers very much anymore because we sound like that. We're not genuine. We're not real. Well, not all of us. We're working on it. Yeah. I mean, no, nobody's perfect. But mm-hmm. we don't want to be a bunch of Charlie Brown teachers. Wah, 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 wah. I would imagine the teacher was actually saying something, but Charlie Brown and Peppermint Patty didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Or couldn't hear it, you know, and yeah. we never heard it. So anyway, I thought that was an interesting example. And then uh, the other thing I thought about is we, we've got a... Uh, a room here in the house that we want to put um, a wood floor on or like a pergo or something. Mm-hmm. But it's a basement floor. Or not, I mean, it's a, not a basement floor. It's a garage floor that's bumpy. Mm-hmm. And there's a way that they can come in and they can spread this stuff over the, the cement and then it makes everything even and then you can put your wood down. Mm-hmm. And that is like what love is like. It fills in the gaps and the places where things just aren't all the way. Because nobody's perfect. You're never going to have a perfect relationship. So you got to have grace yeah. For people, and there's got to be places where you can love someone, but love goes much further in God's eyes. It goes much further than just saying you love somebody. There needs mm-hmm. to be an action. Yeah, you said something one time, and I thought you could elaborate on it a little bit. That the the world today is ca- crying out tolerance, 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 and you made a statement one day that really um, it just stuck in my mind. What what did you say? Well, tolerance. I would rather be celebrated than tolerated Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes people can tolerate you but they'll roll their eyes and they'll turn the other way they might not say anything bad about Mm -hmm. you but they might not love you or care about you Mm -hmm. and 
I think it's much better to love someone than to tolerate them. To, Absolutely. To really care about them. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that that's always <coughs> easy because, you know, sometimes, like someone said, they might rub your fur the wrong way. You know, they, yeah. they might not do things the way that you do them. And it doesn't mean that you have to agree with the way they do things. Mm-hmm. But you can love them despite your disagreements. Well, you think, think about this. There is a way to disagree and love someone at the same time because God does it every day. Yeah. God does that every single day. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like some of the stuff we do. No. But he loves us with a passion. And and I was thinking, uh, we need to really destroy the critical spirit in our lives and in our churches and in places that, in groups of people. We need to destroy that criticalness because those are the things that kill. Love builds up and soothes. Criticalness kills and destroys. And there's a, a scripture in the Bible that says, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came to give life and that life more abundantly. Mm-hmm. That's totally more love than than yeah. the previous. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it is possible to love people without um, without agreeing with them at times because nobody's ever going to agree on everything. Nobody's perfect. Um, really, only God is perfect. We're not, mm-hmm. and so there has to be some grace and some some part of our lives that says, you know what, I'm going to choose to love this person no matter what. Yeah, I think I need to do that more. How about you? I think every human being does, and I know I do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and there's another thing. There's a, a scripture in the Bible that says to speak the truth in love to one mm-hmm. another. And I think sometimes people speak the truth, but they but don't do it in love. love. They, You never should use the Bible or scripture as a weapon against anybody but the devil. Like to say, submit wife. Right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that really is. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, but there's people that do it. <laughs> yeah. There's other people that will use the Bible to say, we'll bash on, on groups of people and stuff. And you know what? I just don't see that in Scripture. I do not see how that is justifiable to use it as a weapon against another human being. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand if you use the Bible as a as a weapon against evil stuff, but I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about spiritual evil, like you know, murder or right that kind of thing. But yeah. but when you when you cross over into the the natural world and you start to label groups of people a certain way when you don't even know them. Mm-hmm. And then you use scriptures to to bash on them. I think that is dangerous. I think that's not love. That's not speaking the truth in love. You can say, I mean, we can, we've done our podcast without smashing on anybody's lifestyles or anything like that. Even though we say what the Bible has to say, we are able to love people mm-hmm. in spite of differences. Well, the fact that none of us are perfect and we all need God's love and grace, um, my my dad had a saying that says, I'm no better than you and you're no better than me. Actually, that was Pastor Art that said that. Yeah. We're just both better than we used to be. Right. My dad's saying was, there's so much good in the bad. No, there's so much bad in the best of us and so much good in the worst of us that it hardly behooves the best of us to talk about the rest of us. Wow. Oh, mercy. But That's anyway, actually really good. But just saying that, you know what? We we all have issues and we all need grace and um, none of us are perfect. So, yeah. you know, sometimes things will bother people about what other people do, but we want grace in our lives. Absolutely. Well, one thing I have found is that love really is a choice. And over the last 23 years of marriage, we've been challenged in that area of loving one another, even in the bad times. Mm-hmm. 
in any relationship that you have that goes on for more than a couple of weeks, you're going to have disagreements. You're mm-hmm. going to have challenges. And um, so I thought it was interesting. I thought I would write a, a little a little ditty um, to Paul Simon's 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was kind of a weird song. Yeah. I liked it, but I don't I don't know why. So I read the lyrics and went, that's It was a that's catchy, catchy yeah. tune. I think that's what it is. I, I mean, I remembered it. Yeah. From years yeah. ago. So I rewrote yeah. it. I used the same tune, but I rewrote it um, referring to us. Okay. So I'm going to play it, and then we'll be back to pray for folks, and we'll end our, our podcast on love, when the love comes down. Okay, so here it is. 50 ways to keep your lover. This gorgeous girl, then I got down on my knee Asked her dad for her hand and if she would marry me She said I'd like to share my life But hey, I don't do this for free There must be 50 ways to keep your lover She said to me, hey, it's really nice to be pursued Furthermore, I hope you're blessed by my feminine attitude Just remember that you're no longer a bachelor, you see And there's 50 ways to keep your lover Yeah, 50 ways to keep your lover Just scratch my back, Jack Put up the seat, Pete You fill me with joy, Roy And then you'll keep me I get the last word, nerd Just need to be heard, sir Listen to me, Lee, and then you'll keep me. Just scratch my back, Jack. Put up the seat, Pete. Fill me with joy, Roy, and then you'll keep me. I get the last word, nerd. Just need to be heard, sir. Listen to me, Lee, and then you'll keep me. said it's pleasing to see you try and understand the differences between a woman and the nuances of man i said i didn't realize that it would take so much work there must be over 50 ways she said why don't we live a long long time roll old together slowly and live out our lives just fine and then I realized that she was my gift divine There must be 50 ways to keep your lover 50 ways to keep your lover Just scratch my back, Jack Put up the seat, Pete Fill me with joy, Roy And then you'll keep me I get the last word, nerd Just need to be heard, sir
singing to the song. There you go. 50 ways to keep your lover. What do you just think, think Aim? I'm very creative. <laughs> very creative. I woke her up at 1 something in the morning to come listen to the I think it was like product. at 1230. Okay, around there. Yeah. Yes, I was in bed all comfy. And he goes, you got to come hear the... Well, he didn't say it like that. No, so he you said, hey, to- want to hear this? And I'm like... Oh, I'm a if tired I don't, wife. If I don't, hear, if I don't go listen to it, he's gonna be offended. If I do well, go listen to it, I'm his... gonna be sleepy. Yeah, I thought if I don't get up out of bed, he's gonna be sad. And so this woman chooses to love me. I'm totally impressed. I I chose to sacrifice my rest. You know, I I do want to say one thing. I I want to say, even though I'm poking fun at the difference between men and women in the in the in the song, um, I have to say that that um, there have been a couple of times. Well, many more than a couple, but two things that stand out in my mind as far as you selflessly not selfishly but selfless selflessly um loving me and one of them was when we went down to las vegas and we went to the star trek exhibit for a whole day <laughs> i re- i actually cried that night when i was going to sleep you didn't know this because i didn't want to show you that actually i kind of did oh. well anyway I was uh, very... I just saw you wipe a tear off. Yeah. Well, I was taken aback by the fact that you would spend a whole day doing geeky things with me. And that really touched my heart. And and after all these years, that was 20 years then. And I've watched every single Star Trek episode with Multiple you. times. Multiple times. But I got to say that I'm not always selfish and selfless and excited about it. I'm like, oh, again. <laughs> but now the other one was when you actually let me buy the the big tv and yeah. and as somebody was saying on facebook i think it was our niece sarah said okay so aunt amy what did you get and you know what we kind of we bought this together because you enjoy different programming than i do hey i can watch hgtv on it hd hgtv yeah baby yeah abba, abba. <laughs> <laughs> except for it makes me want to have you build things for me and you don't build things uh, well, but my son does watch the food channel i can cook yeah, but that that's, that's not good for us. Yeah. No, it's it's food pornography. Oh gosh, <laughs> it makes Stop you now. makes you lust after the food. I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to eat like some oh. of the food that they create on Iron Chef. Gross oh, me out. I know. I you know what? I grew up with farm food, like normal food. Yeah, and well, you know, and you see them using these like and now in HD squid and i was trying to say that thank you for loving me enough to oh, let me have geeky gadgets and stuff i appreciate yeah that. you're welcome we always tell everybody we're little house on the prairie meets star trek at our house yep so that's just how it works so let's pray for everybody um as far as love is concerned and that we all could use an extra dose of love in our lives as far as treating people like we're supposed to so right. why don't we pray and then we'll close the show because we've gone a little long uh once again Again, because I was on there. It's okay. Okay. Father, we just thank you so much that you love us unconditionally. It's hard for us to love people like that, but you love us, and that's amazing. So we just want to thank you, and um, we want help loving other people. Help us have your kind of love. That's our prayer. And Lord, if, if, if someone's listening right now that doesn't even know you, that's never really opened their heart up to you, I pray they would receive your love today on this Valentine's Day or this Valentine's week and really um, open up their heart to you in a new way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, um, people can get a hold of us. We would love feedback. If you would like to write to us, we would love to hear from you. How can they get a hold of us? 
Um, you can go to www.takingwithyou.com mm-hmm. and you can leave a comment there for us or you can email us at <coughs> Rick Moyer. No, at, Rick. No, just Rick at takingwithyou.com. Rick at takingwithyou.com. You yeah. can visit me on Facebook, mm-hmm. facebook.com slash rick.moyer. And I'm Amy Moyer mm-hmm. at um, Facebook. No, facebook.com Facebook. slash Amy Moyer. Slash Amy Moyer. Thank you. I don't know how to do that. I just go to Facebook and then look somebody up and do friend right. request. But we're also yeah. on. Tw- I'm also on Twitter at Moyer777. Would love to hear from you. We really are blessed by comments. Got one this morning that really made my day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't hear a lot. So uh, it'd be great if we could hear from you. We'd love audio comments on the program or what's going on in your life or what you like about this TV show or that TV show or what you don't like. And we mm-hmm. would just love to hear from you. So uh, send them in. Rick at Take Him With You. Or you can always call. Are you ready for this? Our our uh, our line. We have a Google voicemail uh, line that you can call and it is if I can find the number I should know it off the top of my head but I don't uh, here it is I'm looking for it I'm looking for it. 1-206-414-THWY that's 206-414-THWY which is 8499 206-414-8499 call us let us know what you think of the program we would love to hear from you Next week, a special program. Stick around. Come back. Take a listen. You won't regret it. Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2010. All rights reserved. Now, go have fun on Valentine's Day. Or Valentine's Week or whatever. I thought we were done. So I ate a bite of chicken. She's already eating her her lunch. Mm -hmm. Mine's in the oven. Okay. What'd you get me for Valentine's Day? She just gave me this kind of sparkly look in her eyes. You know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) I think we ended the program a long time ago. Bye. Huh? Bye, everybody. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. 
We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of the Guild. We keep you up to date on general Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Good evening, everybody. When you aren't listening to Take In With You with the multi-talented Mr. Moyer, then I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. If you have an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and if you love your applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. So come and share the Appy Times with me. Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do Breeze TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean. Just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. He is starting to quote Star Wars. And, and he does it in character. Like he quoted Luke Skywalker recently when my uh, SUV broke down in the Target parking lot. Oh, no. And it was such a pain in the rear to fix it. And David had to have it towed because, I mean, he's a pretty good mechanic, but he couldn't fix this problem. Not Aww. in the parking lot. So, But later on our way home, we were just so exhausted. It was like 9 o'clock at night and we're on our way home after him crawling around under this SUV in the parking lot and getting his nice business clothes all oily and everything he still retained the humor enough to turn to me halfway home and say uncle owen this r2 unit has a bad motivator and i said uh, hey what are you trying to push on me you know you just earned your geek cred right there that's by a little quoting bit star wars cred. yeah definitely <laughs> He just laughed. What would have been really funny is if while he was working on it, you should have been like, would it help if I got out and pushed? <laughs> <laughs> I could have, but at that moment, probably not a good idea. Not a good idea. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours. The Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com.